All right, so here's another bonus episode for you this week. We're talking in this particular episode about waiting for happiness. That waiting, we do a lot of waiting in our lives, and it's not always supportive to our happiness or our well being. Give it a listen. Here it comes. So are you sick and tired of waiting? Are you sick of expectation? This is a podcast about wait, the toxic mindset of waiting. So this sort of has risen to our awareness because of some coaching that we've been doing. And it's amazing uh, how my memories have been activated about the stupid shit I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for a girl like you well, to come that's into true. my life. <laughs> I don't have to wait anymore because you're here. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> But no, it's just, it's like, I was, I was, uh, as we were getting ready just before this, yeah. this podcast, uh, this recording, I, I thought, well, when it, when we had their first snow, I kind of had this story going in my head about, well, it's snowing, it's probably going to stay, and we're going to be holed up in the house, and mm-hmm. we're going to have to wait for spring, like, what is Stupid thing to think. I just can't go to the beach because there's too much snow on it. There's all snow on the beach. It's frozen. It's frozen. (laughs) Can't enjoy the water. (laughs) Yeah, it would be hard to enjoy the water, but there is a way. It's frozen. There's like skating on the water, the frozen water. Ice fishing. You go collect uh, ice chips for your for your cool drink. (laughs) (laughs) Drinking margaritas on the beach. (laughs) Uh, No, but seriously though. So what are some of the things you... Oh, boy. Okay, well, there's the first one. You're waiting to go to school for the first time, right? Okay. Can't wait till we get we get to go to school. And then there's waiting to get into junior high. There's waiting to get into high school. There's waiting to be finished school. Waiting for the kids to get home. Waiting for your parents to get home. Waiting to meet your first boyfriend. Waiting to get married. When's the wedding? Waiting for... <laughs> um, Waiting for the raise. Waiting nine months for that baby to be born. Waiting for a raise. Waiting waiting for for a promotion. Waiting for your next customer. Waiting for your customer to pay their bills. Yeah, waiting to lose weight so that you can do things that you think you need to do. um, You need to have lost weight in order to do. I remember thinking that I had to lose weight so that I could go belly dancing. Because otherwise it would be jelly belly dancing. <laughs> but, that, but that I was the whole I was, story. I know. I was I was embarrassed to not have the perfect physique in order to belly dance and go skating. Well, once I lose my weight, I'm going to take skating lessons. When I lose weight, I'm going to get in the pool. I'm going to buy a bathing suit, get in the pool, and I'm going to swim. Right. You know? There's There was these um, stories attached to waiting. Yeah. Um, Wait, I, I was waiting for... For my son to get out of jail. You know, waiting for, you know, when you, when you take an exam uh, at school, you're waiting for marks. Waiting for permission from your parents to uh, live your adult life. Yep. And 
Oh, waiting for the kids once you're on, they're gone and they're on their own, waiting for the kids to phone and uh, waiting for the kids to need you for something. Um, so there, yeah, wait. we could really probably fill up, like we've already gone like almost four minutes talking about all the different waiting. things we're waiting for. And I think the reason we're talking about it is um, because we wait but we hold back then because we're in this state of, um, of uh, we distract ourselves while we're waiting. Ah. And we don't live in the present moment and we don't get on with doing things because we're waiting for something to happen so we can stop holding ourselves back with our sto- from our story. So we have some negative belief mm-hmm. that and story we've told ourselves, which... Well, it would only be reasonable that we should that I should wait, and in well, well, when I'm doing that, I'm not living and taking advantage of the present moment. I'm and, not fully committed, and we're losing wasted time that we can't get back. Yeah, now that sucker right there that pisses me off. <laughs> I need to buy you a time machine for your birthday. <laughs> yeah, really. Hey, yeah, we were watching The Pursuit of Happiness. He yeah. he sold time machines. <laughs> the crazy guy in the park. Thought it was a time machine, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. But no, but wasting time. See, that's the thing. So waiting is a type of worry. It's a culturally, I wonder, is it a, is it a culturally acceptable form of procrastination and worry you know because the 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 so-called christian work ethic work a really solid work ethic you wouldn't wait for nothing you're not going to wait you know if you're if i'm really owning my life if i'm really present with my life owning everything about my life i'm not I ain't waiting for nothing i'm moving forward but I think it's a story, you know, that because there's a, there's that whole, uh, you know, I'm waiting for God to bless me. I'm waiting mm. for God's answer to my prayer. Yeah. How about you go out and create your own answer to waiting your prayer? for somebody in the congregation to give you a call so that you can feel like you're important or that you're somebody or waiting for your girlfriend to return a text message, waiting for somebody to invite you out on a date instead of asking them. Right. Right. So there's waiting are toxic are a form of toxic stories that allow us to stay in our comfort zone. Because does that seem right? Because if, if I if I wasn't in my because if I wasn't waiting, I would have to probably move out of my comfort zone to actually go if I was actually connected to and looked at well, I'm not going to wait for winter to be over. I'm going to enjoy winter. I'd have to get off my arse and do something. I'd have to stop dreaming, thinking, wishing, uh, you know, oh, it's really cold out. I wonder when. And in, or the, the, the really interesting trap I got caught in, thinking trap I got caught in, is to check the weather, for the 14-day forecast. Oh, 
It's going to be nice. On Wednesday. We'll go to the park on Wednesday for a walk. <laughs> right now I'm going to stay home and I'm going to sew that apron. But on Wednesday. Oh, here's a good one. Fridays. Friday we're going to the swimming pool. I needed to give myself four days to psych myself up <laughs> so that I could go to the swimming pool for the first time in two years again. Waiting, waiting, waiting. And then when I got in the pool, I'm like, oh, I should have done this before. This is so nice. We're going to go again next Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, what day is it today? It's not Friday, it's, it's not Wednesday. Friday. Oh, it's Wednesday, Wednesday right. Wednesday, Friday, we're <laughs> swimming again. I don't know what the magic thing funny. is about Friday, but I need to give myself time. Otherwise, I, I can't just say, oh, let's go outside and go for a walk. It's like I have to build up towards it or something right. i have such resistance to going outside for that walk and it's because i got all these other little stories happening inside my head and so yeah. i have to like clear clear the brush before i can <laughs> get out onto the sidewalk and start walking so there's the whole tgif thank god it's friday how about <laughs> how about uh uh instead of tgif i think i will go and live my life now Instead of TGIF. I think I'll go out and live my life now. I'm not going to wait for... Oh, I need permission. I have to wait for you to go for a walk. I have to wait for you to... Uh, oh. to, to do the budget I have to wait for that we have to wait 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 then there's all these rules attached to it right I have to, I can't I have to wait till tomorrow before I can start painting because it's way too late right now people shouldn't shouldn't get shouldn't shouldn't Ooh. at 10 o'clock at That's night start word. start painting and then paint until 2 o'clock in the morning you shouldn't do that mm. even on a day when you don't have to go to work the next day and you don't have any obligations it's still not done it's right. against the rules. You shouldn't do that. You know, sometimes we have all these rules. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm just being sarcastic here. She's swearing. In our house, should is a swear is a four-letter word. There's no rules. Oh, oh now there's no rules. <laughs> well, that's convenient. That's uh, I see. Uh, okay. There's no rules. There's no bedtime, okay? Whenever I feel like going to bed is when I go to bed. If I feel like going to bed on a regular time, then that is. But it doesn't mean it's bedtime. That is true. <laughs> there's no such thing. There's no, I, I learned very quickly that there's no, like, okay, it's time. It's like your head was like Beetlejuice, like it spun around, <laughs> around 300, 360 uh -huh. degrees. Time? <laughs> it's time? Don't. Don't use that word time. <laughs> if I say, well, I think I feel like going to bed now. I'm feeling kind of tired. And you do. Yeah. I don't say, well, I should go to bed. It's 10 o'clock. It's 10 time. Oh, it's 12 o'clock. I should have something to eat. Oh, but that's what our parents did. It's time for your bed. It's time to eat. It's time to go to the bathroom. It's time. Time, gentlemen, please. Oh, no, it wasn't it's that. It's time to drink up your beer. It was parental guilt and control. <laughs> time, you know, it's time. Uh, how, how we're talking about waiting. <laughs> Got off on a squirrel. Yeah. Rode, rode a squirrel off into the sunset. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> but waiting and time, they have a lot to do with one another, do they not? Okay, yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Tick, tock, tick. Because tock. we have rules in our head that we shouldn't do something till a certain time, so we wait. 
and we wait. Who like, has, for instance, the who kids. Who has rules in their head? I'm not going to go. <laughs> I'm not going to go uh, look for a part-time job. I'm going to stay home until the kids go to school. They're in kindergarten. Okay, fine. So now you're going to go to you're going to do that. Well, I think I'll wait until they're older and they can let themselves in the door so I don't have to worry about them when they after school. So I'll wait until another four years before I go out and do these things that I want to do. Um, waiting for the, for all these different times because we think that there's a, there's a, an, a better time to be doing something and waiting for that time. You know what the common theme is here, folks, and everything that Amy said? What? Stories. She's got stories. I had we all, stories. We had so We all have stories around waiting. Had stories. Well, <laughs> I have many stories. Had have. That was my story before about the kids. They all grew up, and I think about all the time that I spent at home while they were at school. That I could have been doing something. I could have went swimming. I didn't have to stay home and and scrub the floor with bleach every day. Or vinegar. Yeah, I was I was waiting for my son to be eighteen before I got a divorce. I ended up yeah, he was seventeen and seventeen and a half. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in retrospect, gigantic bloody mistake. Yeah, you know what? It's better for those kids to be out of that tox- toxic environment before they grow up. I had this really great justification for it it'd be better for you know he'd have to live without his mother and you know and two parents are better than one two parents are better than one yeah and it would be cheaper for me in the long run you know financially blah 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 all that but it you're right though raising kids in a toxic home there's no win there's there's you can Mm -hmm. justify it all you want but the kids well and we also pay the price because we're not because all the time we're waiting for that to happen we're, we're biding our time we're also not living we're miserable you know it's worth five years of misery until little johnny wake um, grows up <laughs> little johnny's probably miserable too listening to you guys arguing every day and it's better right. off for the, him to grow up over those five years in a non-toxic uh, environment so sometimes we wait, and then what happens is we um, uh, we become ambiguous. Right. I, I remember when I was younger, I was waiting to become 18. So I could go drinking. Oh, really? In the bar. I waited because I wanted to get my driver's license, my learner's yeah. license. And then I was waiting to be 25 because then my insurance rates would go down because I had expensive insurance because I was a speeder. <laughs> well, I remember waiting till I turned 14 to get my learners. And I remember my mom saying, well, why don't you read the book now? Well, I'm not going to be 14 for another six months. So I'm not reading the book until the time <laughs> comes that I have to go. And she's like, well, you know, if you read the book now, you can kind of be paying attention to some of the things that I'm doing. Right. Right. As, yeah. And that's that's an example of a different way of thinking. You know, mom was saying. Yeah. You know, you can do it sooner. You don't have to wait until you're yeah. 14 years old. Well, six months, I mean, it's really, to a 14-year-old, six months is forever. Yes. What's six months to us now? It's six months. It's not six a months goes really fast now. It does go fast. Yeah. 
Yeah. When you're a kid, though, it seems to take forever to grow up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's because waiting is about anticipation of some imagined, preferable future state that may or may not come to be. Uh, waiting is sometimes fantasy. And when we enter into fantasy, or we enter into, or we wait, we're, we're, when we begin to wait and, and start to not live, that is toxic. I remember uh, when I was nine, ten years old, and we were living in Saskatchewan, and we were kind of in an isolated farm across we were on the other side of the tracks <laughs> actually folks that's a true story i've seen the map you guys lived on the other side of the tracks we did we did <laughs> and i was waiting for friends i was waiting for um to be happy because i was miserable mm. being out there i was very lonely i was a little neglected and i was bored and so oh boy yeah and i you was waiting for us up. We, I was waiting for us to move so that I could be happy, right? Right. And then all of a sudden, we did. We moved. It just happened. And we moved to Alberta where there was into town where there was lots of people. And I could make friends and stuff like that. But I started doing the things that I could have been doing in Saskatchewan when I lived there. I could have been off in the bush riding my bike and making forts. and Right. I did a lot Good of point. that. I did a lot of that then. But I held back thinking that I needed yeah. all these friends in order to do a lot of this stuff that I ended up doing on my own anyway when we got to Alberta. And, you know, this is just, I was a kid though, right? Right, absolutely. But so then really, I, I guess... waiting to be happy. Right, that's, that's a great insight. That's a great insight because waiting to be happy is a bloody lie. Because while you're waiting to be happy, you're miserable. <laughs> And magically, how are you going to all of a sudden go from misery to happy? Yeah, really. It's craziness. The way our, it, it, it's, then it's you're so for, weird. You're waiting for something external to happen then um, in order for you to go from one, one feeling to the next. Um, you're waiting for something external to happen rather than what's inside you. Right. So then what we're all... Or... Yeah, what we're basically doing is we're delegating control of our life to some or something else instead of living and doing something doesn't matter doesn't matter what your objective or goal or result uh, project you're working on that you're working on there's always something you could be doing and you've demonstrated that to me many times in terms of how you approach your creativity and all the different hobbies I see let me think sewing painting uh, acrylic painting, watercolor painting, crocheting, uh, soap making, um, pebble art, pebble art, yeah, sketching. Um, she, she's always working on something and preparing something, finishing something, making soap, planning. Yeah, making. Oh yeah, making soap, soap making sewing soap. bags, selling bags. Yeah, um, sewing aprons and. Because you, you 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 didn't quilts quilting. Yeah, you didn't wait for the bags to sew themselves you didn't wait for the fabric to smush itself together i didn't into wait till a bag. the next morning to get started i i got started whenever i felt like it is 10 o'clock i feel like doing a hobby i'm just gonna go i'm just gonna go in my creativity room for 15 minutes and then Bingo. i come out three hours later with a project done Ta -da. 
So folks, stop waiting. Waiting. So I think we should call this episode Waiting for Happiness is equals unhappiness. I always say don't wait for people to bring you flowers. Plant go out and plant your own garden and like the flowers leaning into the sun go after what you want more of and pay less attention to what you want less of. There's wisdom for you. We'll end it there. This is great. Thanks for sharing that, Amy. And this is going to be another bonus episode, apparently. Yay for bonus episodes. <laughs>